Business owners are tired of helping other business owners. We sound like broken records. We sound like the crazy person in the town square running around. And so we've just stopped telling people because business owners don't listen. It's happening here on the Kermali Exchange. Faisal Carmelli, and I'm joined with Connor Curran. He is the founder of Local Laundry. Now, he's going to tell you why he's frustrated helping business owners succeed. Connor, welcome to the show. So, Connor, we, we had you on the show at the beginning of the pandemic. We talked about how you started up this business, 50 bucks? Yep. Launched it. One of the things that I, I've used your line, you said to me, was... Um, build the plane as you jump off the cliff. Now, I don't want to take credit for that. That was Reed Hoffman. I, I know it's not your okay. it's not your uh, origination of the line, but you've been you use that on this interview we had you here a couple years ago. So how are things now? Like when you look at you start up with fifty bucks, you've built your team, you've got a warehouse, you're more local than ever before. Yeah, yeah. I mean the plane's not fully built yet. We're still missing a couple engine parts, but okay. uh, but we're we're soaring. We're couple feet off the ground which is really great yeah man things have changed like the last three years we've literally just been in survival mode trying to keep our head above water yeah you know we have no investors no long-term debt we're completely self-funded beautiful and we're a small and nimble team and because of our Canadian manufacturing our costs are so high so we've just last three years we've just been trying to figure out how to keep the lights on going after this direction that direction and now Beginning 2023, we just feel like we finally have our heads above water Beautiful. and we're poised for growth again. Did you feel like you were treading water or you were going underwater a couple of times with your head going, what the hell's happening? Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit of both, right? With so much uncertainty, you know, people, close, stores are shut down. Okay, we're going online. Stores are back open. Online's dead. What styles would come out? Supply chain issues, yeah. inflation you name it. Labor costs. Labor everything. costs. Everything. Like you had to deal with everything. Everything. And then throw on social media on top of it and now you're like a TikTok superstar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that was a big reason why. I mean, this time last year, we probably have like two months maybe r roadway before, you know, we're really, really in deep trouble. Yeah. And so we got to figure something out. We had no money to spend on digital ads. We had an ad agency. It wasn't working. Okay. Our, we weren't seeing a return. We were spending so much money. So we cut that and we were going, we don't have any money. What else can we do? So our backs were kind of in a corner. And I yeah. just said, people are hopping on this TikTok thing. Let's give it a shot. It's not going to cost us any money. So let's give it a shot. So we really focused on short form video content. Yeah. And it really kind of helped us get exactly where we need to go. Purely organic. Yeah. There's a lot to learn when you get onto a platform like TikTok or Instagram or anything. How did you understand the trends, understand how to how to post it so that you get a lot of views? How does it grow? Like what, what were the, the learning steps that you took? It, it basically boils down to posts, don't think. <laughs> it, it really is a numbers game. With a platform like TikTok, it's quantity over quality, really? which is really hard for us to wrap our heads around. Yep. You know, we've been in the social media game now for, I don't know what, 10 years maybe, let's say. Yep. But when we first started Local Laundry, Instagram was the hot ticket item and beautiful, perfect photos. That's what everyone was looking for. Yeah. And so it's really hard to, for most small business owners, been in the game as long as we have to change our mindset because that worked. But that worked five, six, seven years ago. It doesn't work anymore. Now it's just raw and quantity. Exactly, exactly. It's throwing spaghetti to the wall four, five times a day and seeing what sticks. Yeah. Do hashtags work? I don't know. Let's try them. Do locations work? I don't know. Let's try them. You know, long videos? 
Let's try them. Short videos, trends, let's try them. So this is interesting because a lot of business owners either are scared to try or don't feel that is the avenue for their business. Yeah. What made you say TikTok, local laundry, it's a for sure match? <laughs> I think it, it kind of matched up nicely with my personality. Okay. You know, it was so much fun. It's just fun creating silly videos, you yeah. know, while the numbers like of our business were, weren't as good and we were kind of stressed out about that. This was almost like an outlet, hmm. you know, a creative outlet that, you know, we could have a little fun, get back to the basics a little bit. And also when everything else is going bad and you have a video that's doing well, it's just like little micro hits of dopamine that yeah, you know, yeah. make you feel good and, and that allow you to go back to the real work, you know, with, uh, with a nice positive head on it. Have you seen the translation from what you've been doing on TikTok to the bottom line? Yes. Yeah. And how do you quantify that? Because that's what a lot of, I see a lot of business owners post like crazy, yeah. no growth, yeah, nothing to the bottom line. So they're just posting for the sake of posting and hopefully one day it'll work out. But you're seeing some traction. Oh, big How time. do you determine it, how you're getting that traction? Where's the quantified uh, for viewpoint? Us, for us, at the beginning of the year, we did an exercise where we surveyed and talked to all of our existing customers, both our online customers yep. and our custom corporate clients. And that's where we said, we said, where, where, how did you hear about us? You know, the majority was they either found us through Google, yep. people were Google searching and our videos were coming up, our content was coming up, or they heard us through a referral. And how did you hear about referral? I follow you on LinkedIn, I follow you on TikTok. We saw that business was being generated from, from the content we were posting. What surprised you by using platform like TikTok? Honestly, the connectivity. Really? Yeah, it's this whole other community out there and, and people want to be a part of it. You get to talk with other people, you can meet with other like-minded individuals. It was really interesting because Instagram was a platform of aspiration. It was a little picture in the perfect world mm -hmm. where TikTok is more about inspiration, where it's more, look, this is who I am, bad hairdo and all, scars <laughs> and everything. Yeah. I'm not perfect. It's more authentic, it's genuine. And that really connected with people and allowed us to connect with, with others. In September, we got invited to a conference by TikTok Canada, yep. and we got to connect and speak on a panel with other small business owners who are also utilizing the platform. Yep. And I've never felt so connected to these other individuals. We're in completely different businesses, yeah. but they just get it because they were like on the same wavelength as us. They knew exactly how we put ourselves out there. They knew exactly what we were going through. And it was so refreshing. And then you have these people who aren't business owners, but supporters of the business, and they, they want to follow, they want to support, they're liking all your videos, they're watching. They're your fans. They're your fans, they're your audience, they're your community. Yeah. And then they are supporting any which way they can. Maybe they buy a sweater today, maybe they can't, maybe they're telling you to their friends, maybe they're telling to their, their HR department, their marketing team, and then they do corporate garments with us. When you look at how it's helped you, are there business owners you've talked to where it's not working at all? Like they're just like, it's not worth it. I'll find a different way of getting business. We sound like broken records. We sound like the crazy person in the town <laughs> square running around because every business owner we talk to, we're like, are you on TikTok? Yeah. You gotta get on TikTok. And they're going, ah, I don't know, maybe. And so we've just stopped telling people because business owners don't listen. And they're like, no, I don't wanna go on TikTok. Or maybe they, they did try it and they gave up after a month. Yeah. Because the thing is, is, most people think TikTok, you have to get a viral video. I've never had a viral video. I'm the king of 200 views yeah. and I love it. Yeah. I love it because it's not about going viral. It's right. about creating content, telling stories, seeing what connects, seeing what engaged, trial and error, throwing that social spaghetti to the wall four or five times a day. You, know? you do this or does a member on your team, are they a full-time job? Like when did you decide that this was the action and then when do you decide if it's gonna be you doing it or somebody else doing it? That's a great question. I really 
believe it has to be the owner it has to be the, or whoever the face of the company is sure and if you want to make the face some marketing intern you can do that but i did it and i still do it basically because my, my team didn't believe me they didn't believe that tiktok was the way to go they were so stuck in the old ways of instagram yep. and having that perfect curated feed and, yep. and i was just saying just let me take a handle on it let me see what i can do and then slowly you know my business partner he was on board yeah and then he started doing better than i did <laughs> you know he's the king of viral videos yeah uh he's quality not quantity and, and I'm, I'm a bit of the reverse but i really believe whoever the face is you have to be out there and if you just pawn it off I mean, it's the age-old story of businesses and social media. Every, nobody wants to do it, so they just pawn it off. Yeah. And they always have mediocre results. The people who do best on social media are the people that are willing to put their face in front of it and get out there and tell their story. And it's scary. Yeah, yeah. Nine times out of ten, people are too afraid to get in front of the video. Yeah. And I get it, but you have to because if you're not out there telling your story, if you're not willing to be the spokesman for your own company, why would anyone else do it? I believe as a business owner, you have to take the initiative, set up front, and set the example. And yes, you're going to look silly. You know, some of your friends and colleagues are going to be like, Connor, what? What was that? <laughs> really? You dancing? Hey. No one needs to see that. So that was my next question, because TikTok is somewhat known for the dancing, yeah. the lip syncing, the entertaining yeah. on, on the platform. You have a choice of to enter, be part of that and entertain or just talk about your product, talk about you. Do you have to go into the trends of what's happening? No, I rarely do. That's the best part about TikTok. You can kind of form however you want. You're a funny person, be funny. You're a singer, sing. You're not funny, you're shy. You got really dry humor, do that. Yeah. Who cares? Try stuff, see what happens. I rarely do trends, but I just do stuff that's authentic to me. There's three things that you can do uh, that do really well. One is entertainment, like you said. The second is education. Like one of my best videos is, hey guys, this is how on the chief laundry folder or local laundry, this is how you do the perfect folded crew neck. Yeah. Right? The third is the storytelling. This is who we are. This is where we're going. Today, I had the craziest thing happen. I'm, I'm down on my luck. Oh, my goodness. Or, guys, you're not going to believe. I just landed this massive contract. Like, mm -hmm. whoa, man. You know? So if you can fit in one of those, those, those categories, you're going to do okay. You know? But yeah. you, it's really just trial and error. And it's always, always, always the video that you least thought would do well. Yeah. That always gets people's attention. And now I've seen this. Business owners, they'll spend hours, have a great setup like this, yeah. you know, record, edit, spend two weeks on one video, and then, then it's perfect, and they throw it out there, and then it fizzles yeah. out. And then they just post a little eight-second video of like, ooh, and it does amazing. You know, you could talk about the algorithm for days. Yeah. Nobody knows. Nobody knows how the algorithm works. Try everything. And so that's why our, our motto is think less, post more. Just... Get it out there. And so you're on Instagram, you're on LinkedIn, you're on TikTok. You've got different levers of communication, yeah. different platforms you're using. Do you shut one platform down and just focus on the other? Or do you still have a little bit of taste in everything? We stop focusing on Instagram. Everyone thinks Instagram and Facebook. Well, that was what grew our business. That's how we first got out there. Yeah, It's dead. Really? It's dead. People are still on it, sure. But in terms of growth organic growth yeah it's a pay-to-play model now yes like do you know how much you have to spend as an online e-commerce yes. company <laughs> i was talking to a clothing company they do really well they do much better than we do they spend upwards of ninety thousand dollars a month ninety thousand dollars a month i can't afford to spend you know we weren't seeing results with our ad agency because we weren't spending enough money we were spending five six seven eight thousand bucks a month and it wasn't enough we had to spend more to get the kind of traction we wanted and it just blows my mind that that's how much you have to pay 
in order to succeed. So platforms like TikTok, the beauty about TikTok is yep. that anything can go viral. Yep. Anything can see exponential growth. You can get in front of people within a matter of seconds. But TikTok's not the only one because the other one that I feel is completely underrated. And one platform you know very well that you do extremely well on is LinkedIn. Yeah, right. It does. It does amazing. I think the 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 audience that you bring to LinkedIn is looking for something completely different. Yeah. Than what you would look on TikTok versus Instagram versus yeah. Facebook or Twitter. Because it's a very different audience. It's a professional audience. Yeah. But the platform like LinkedIn, most people only post on LinkedIn when they get a new job or yeah. they get promoted. Correct. But nine out of ten of us are on it almost every day at work. Yeah, it's a, the only platform where you're encouraged to be on it at work. Yes, your boss can walk up behind you. You're on LinkedIn, no problem. Yeah. So there's a lot of eyeballs on LinkedIn, a lot of money on LinkedIn. That's where all the professionals are. There's people who have money, who are decision makers. Yeah. You know, who can afford a premium product, and there's not a lot of content created. And, and what's interesting about this is that. The same person could go on LinkedIn with a different mindset and connect with your product versus looking at it on TikTok and not connect That's with right. your product. And this kind of ties into where your business is, is growing. It's in the corporate apparel side. That's right. And LinkedIn, I think, is one big opportunity for business to business or B2B type of marketing. Absolutely. So how would you look at the strategy to connect with business owners who make the decision on the apparel. It's a lot more corporate organizations. They're looking to lead by example and they're looking to lead by their values, yeah. right? So they want to partner with organizations that share their values. And so our job on LinkedIn is to not sell, but to tell a story and tell the story of responsible manufacturing, manufacturing here in Canada, the story of a garment that makes people look good and feel good and not just end up in their pajama pile, Yeah. right? And so that's how we've been connecting with the individuals at the corporate level on, on LinkedIn. So it's a value to value attachment versus here's a product, please buy my product. That's right, exactly. And we've, we've seen some, some great success in the corporate apparel space because there's not a lot of Canadian made options but organizations want to support local. They want to support small business. They yep. want to support Canadian-made garments. Yep. They want to support stuff that their people are actually going to wear. And so we, we've seen a massive success in that area. And that's where we're starting to shift our focus on a little bit more. How do you get the feedback from both your individual customer and your corporate client on quality of your product? How do you get that feedback and how do you make adjustments from that feedback? Yeah, that's what we spent a good chunk of the last two, three months picking up the phone, sending emails out. We had a custom council come down to our warehouse of all our previous custom clients. What do you like? What do you not like? How can we be doing better? Mm -hmm. it's constant feedback, feedback. Without feedback, we'd die. I used to have an old business prof say. Yeah. But then also certain networking events, right? Yeah. People want to be part of a community. So what we're doing is we're building a community and we're getting all the people from these B2B organizations together to help them grow and, and network. You know, We're creating the space for them to come together. So we have you know, our business book club, most recently our business basketball club, our, our small business networking events. So once you do business with us, you kind of come into our fold, you come into our community yeah. and you get to meet other people in your role at different organizations and see how they're building community and that kind of thing. So it's, it's a great way to make yeah. connections. In my business with my partner, um, we looked at building our own community within our, our clients. And this is a demographic that is going through big changes personally, financially, they're transitioning to a point in their life where they're going to retire. Mm -hmm. That's when you feel detached from your norm. You're getting away from your business world. You're getting away right. from your, your job. And now you're just changing. And so 
you lose touch with a lot of people. So bringing them together and having a community of events. And we want to make sure that we build that community beyond just our clients as well. And I think that's important. I think you guys are doing a great job with that. I think where the opportunity lies for you is getting more reach out to the businesses that say, hey, you know what? I agree with the values. I want to be part of it. So if there was two or three points about local laundry, you want to tell those business owners right now why they should be working with you, what would it be? Man, you always ask the greatest questions. I love it. I love it. I've never been, I've never met an interviewer like, like yourself. I, I think that's a fantastic question. Uh, there's a couple points I want to hit home is that how you source and the people that you work with is, is really how you define your values. You know, it, it's one thing to talk the talk and say, we support local, we support responsible sourcing and ethical manufacturing. It's another thing to vote with your wallet and actually put the budget where your heart is. Yeah. And so find ways to work with small businesses, local partners, people that go the extra mile to manufacture here. Yeah. What does it say about your brand? You've got all this money building, this perfect brand, great logo, great tagline, all your core values lined out, but then you take all that and you print it on a $5 t-shirt, you know, that nobody looks good and the, everyone, the barbecue covers on yeah, everyone yeah. and they go home, they throw it in their pajama pile. Yeah. Like, what does that say about your brand? Yeah, it's a pajama brand. pile. <laughs> yeah, instead, Spend the extra little money and put your money where your, your values are. During the pandemic, we talked a lot about, as a business community, to support local. Mm. And that, to some degree, was a push because of the pandemic. And then all of a sudden, at some point, it started to fizzle out. They mm. went back to the norm, I would call it, where they weren't focusing on, on supporting local. What I find interesting right now is business owners, regardless of the size of company they have, can talk about their values and put their money where their mouth is. That's one. The other one is understand the cycle of where money goes. Mm. What I don't think business owners really understand, that when you have a supplier outside of your local community, yeah. that money is gone. Yeah. It's evaporated into somewhere else. Now, we are a mid-sized city in this, in this country. You generally go to the big cities to buy your, your corporate apparel, and the money's gone to those big cities. Yeah. It cycles within that community. Those employees go out and buy local in their areas to help those businesses. The one thing that I think business owners need to do with your brand and your business right now is when they decide to buy from you, understand it's more than just values. It's an accelerator, a multiplier effect of economic benefit within the community. So it's from the community for the community. And I think that's what business owners need to understand when they support businesses like yours. And it's not a handout, it's we're doing a business transaction, but understand the multiplier effect. Every single employee you have, every single employee I have are here. That's right. Where are they gonna spend their paychecks? Mm -hmm. Here. Mm -hmm. And if we keep cycling that money here, you find that this is the place to be and it makes your, your environment, your community, a better place. So I think business owners have to remember that because they want to be supported. They want the customers. They want that, that cycle of money to come through them at some point. You can multiply that by just keeping it local. So I wish you all the best of luck. I think business owners, you're watching Local <laughs> Laundry. Get ready. Get your apparel because it's important that we not only support your values, but that cycle of money is important too. Connor, thank you so much for joining me. I love that. Well said. Uh, I really appreciate you having me here. Thank you again. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button for more from the Carmali Exchange. And you can also follow me on social media at Faisal Carmali, where we can continue the business conversation.